0: everybody this is Brie this is Dee welcome to the chocolate bar our lives our strength our time and we have a super fun episode for tonight um but before we get into that let's talk a little bit about what's been going on uh how's your weekend been Dee
1: it's been it's actually been kind of a quiet one um I mm-hmm. am as I think we've talked about last episode I am getting ready to start my new job tomorrow Yes. I know I'm excited I'm super excited so I have been trying to center myself after four years of working from home and not really having to be an adult about now you got a
0: people again
1: I've got a people I've got to remember that Packing lunch is a thing. Mm -hmm. When I go to the gym, I need to pack clothes so that I don't end up standing around and trying to run to Target because I left my panties at home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only laughing because I have done that on many occasions. Yes, my best friend calls me at least once a month. She teaches classes and she, uh, about once a month she calls me and she says, I don't have any underwear. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Because mm, you know, mm. it happens when you pack. Especially if you don't pack the night before.
0: You know what? Now that I think about it, this brings about sort of a brilliant idea if I do say so myself. What's that? I think I'm going to take several pairs of panties and leave them in my car in my trunk.
1: That is really smart. Yes. And that way I will never be without Charles. You are a brilliant woman. What can I say? And you know what? I, I, I Ironically that we're talking about panties specifically. I actually just ordered a bunch of them from Victoria's Secret. I think you and I had a conversation about this. I have a problem. My favorite underwear, Victoria's Secret, and I order them every time they tell me mm-hmm. <laughs> that they're like $7. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're $7 a pair or seven pairs for $28 or whatever the case may be. I order a bunch of them. So at this point, I have probably about 90 pairs of identical black, thongs and g-strings right yeah they're so all yeah identical. just stick some in the car, car. i'm just gonna good. take them throw them in the car and that's good that'll work yep. this the, the ones i just ordered that's exactly where they're gonna go that Boom. No, not even, i might not even bring them in the house i might just take them yeah. directly from the box and put them in the car problem solved or put them in the gym bag or something along those lines but that so yeah that's i'm this weekend has been very much dedicated to mm-hmm. shutting down everything from the old job um and then kind of preparing myself for uh the new job i you know have I have been taking, I think I mentioned it before, that I have been working kind of offline for free a little bit with uh, some free stuff that this, a couple of career counselors that I have found online. And Mm -hmm. I am going to try uh, some of the techniques they told me Mm -hmm. um, as far as having a, I guess you could say, they use a different term for it, but I want to just call it a work journal. Mm -hmm. Um, Less focused on day-to-day tasks, but uh, every week, on Friday or Saturday, I'm going to try to kind of center myself and figure out what I achieved that week. Hmm. And the goal of that really is to... they it, the, the the coach I'm working with and the coach that I've been following for a while. She is focused on women in their careers. So there are some men that work with her, but her focus is women. And she said one of the things that she sees with her female clients is that often when it comes time for us to ask for a raise mm-hmm. or to make the case for a promotion, mm-hmm. we don't know what we, we don't know how to sell ourselves. We don't know what we've achieved. Right. And there's a lot of that imposter syndrome thing. And mm-hmm. she think and she recommends this as one way of getting over that is to force yourself every week to think of at least one thing even if it's only one thing um mm-hmm. uh, that you accomplish that week an achievement um it doesn't and she says you know it's not always going to be something that's going to go on your resume or your cv right or that's going to be earth-shattering mm-hmm. but the goal is to force you to think of your successes and your wins so that you're not later on kind of in a panic when someone yeah. asks you about what you do or what you've achieved in your job uh you're not scrambling around to do that. So I bought a notebook for that. Uh, I actually yeah. really like that idea. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I
0: have like a kudos folder. So, you know, which is kind of similar, but it's more like, you know, if, if I work with a student and they, you know, an alum, an alum and they, you know, bounce back and say, you know, you were so helpful and blah, 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 blah. Boom. I put it in my kudos folder. But, you know, that's actually... That's actually a really good idea to kind of take it to the next level and, you know, you yourself sort of record kind of what your accomplishments were for that particular week. I like that. I'm going to start doing that, too. (laughs)
1: I'm really trying to be steady with it um, because I think one of the things and you you've heard me talk about this, I know, on the phone. I don't know that I've ever said it on the podcast, but one of the things I really struggled with in my prior job was kind of quantifying my achievements because it was sort of outside of my normal or my preferred field. And it's not Mm -hmm. the kind of job that now, you know, four years later, I figured out it's not the kind of thing that's right for me necessarily. It's not a bad job. There's nothing wrong with it. I think for certain people, it's great. It's just not the right frame of mind mind or frame of reference for me. Mm -hmm. And I think now that I've clarified that a little bit, I think now I can kind of focus on Taking steps to make my career better, so that's one of the ones that I think is going to be really important. Is being able to figure out how to measure success because I was having a really hard time with that before, and it was probably a huge contributor to my frustration <laughs> with my work environment. So that is something I've been preparing for. Um, I'm trying to prepare the dogs for the fact that I won't be home staring at them all day. <laughs> oh my goodness, what are they gonna do? I, I you know, I think Marlo will be okay. He's been here. um, I've had him a little longer than I've had Sasha. Mm -hmm. And Marlo has been here when I've traveled for work for multiple days in a row. And so he's been alone for the day. And then, you know, somebody comes in and feeds him, you know, in the morning and at night. So he's been alone before. But Mm -hmm. Sasha, I'm a little bit concerned because I have not done an extended trip other than my vacation Mm -hmm. since I've had her. Right. So I'm a little concerned about her. Um, there is a potential, a high level potential for her to be going to
0: doggy daycare. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say if that. I was going to ask if that was an option.
1: We yeah, I want to take her to doggy daycare, but I I want to take her to a dog trainer first because she has some behavioral stuff that will not fly in a doggy daycare that I can control for in the house, but mm-hmm. I can't. I can't guarantee that people who don't know her would know what to do with that. So. <sighs> that's on the agenda. Um, what else is going on? I think that's it. I hung out with those ducks that are always on my Instagram today. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> they were hanging. They're hanging out in the courtyard, quacking. So I went down and said hello to them because they're they're getting so big. They're mm. getting so big. And I here's can't even you know you know how we keep talking about things we didn't know about ducks. So you know how right every time we talk about ducks, it's like I didn't know ducks did this. I didn't know ducks do that. Right. So I knew little baby ducks are little baby fluffy yellow things. Right. We knew that. But mm-hmm. what I didn't realize it never occurred to me until I watched these ducks grow up that their feathers slowly change colors till they get to their full adult color, mm-hmm. so like the black and white one, or she's not black and white well, she was black and white now she's like yellow, black, white, purple, and turquoise, <laughs> mm. and the black and white one now has like blue and all these other colors, so apparently they change color over time until they're wow. fully they're fully grown so see things I didn't know about ducks
0: I know more about ducks now than I probably ever would have thought I wanted to know but it's all very interesting so I appreciate that duck education so Um, I
1: think that's all I've really been up to I have it's been quiet I'm just recentering and relaxing mm-hmm. and releasing a little bit, relax, relate, release, and all those good things. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. This is the eve of a of a new beginning and uh, you know, new professional life. And um, yeah, it's damn overdue, and you deserve it. And I'm very excited for you. I'm to wait tell to hear you about this the first day,
1: mm-hmm. and I'm going to make you laugh. This will make everybody laugh because I think everyone has heard me talk about how stressed out and tense I am all the time. I went to get my nails done yesterday. And my manicurist, I get at the same person doing my nails 99% of the time. She was doing my nails and she said, you must have gotten a new job. And I said, why? She said, your hands, they're so relaxed. Wow. I'm not. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, I mentioned this, I think on a past podcast, that is so disturbing that when I went on vacation she knew because Mm -hmm. she said I your hands are malleable I can move them and they're relaxed and they're not scrunched up in tight little fists right and yesterday she said you must have a new job this is the second time and they're they're really relaxed this time see that's awful it's a good sign though it's a good sign (laughs) but it's very disturbing I don't think I realized I knew I was stressed out but I didn't realize yeah how stressed out you are Yeah. yeah yeah Well, go on flex them fingers, numbers. girl. I know, right? Relaxation. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I, that's been my weekend. So okay. I, I, I want to hear all about yours because we have not talked this weekend as much as we normally yeah, do.
0: Yeah, it's been, well, you know, work has been crazy. So, and you already know this, but I got to tell everyone this ironic follow-up to our last episode. So last episode, if you will recall, was my birthday. And we did a whole entire ass episode about being a master's. "Quote unquote masters age athlete and how getting older affects your body, blah 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 blah." Right? You know, went and trained that the day after that Monday morning. You know, it was fine. I think I did. I think I had a leg day and it was you know was normal. I'm like, yes, 46 thing ain't too bad. Shit, y'all. Why did I go to work, walk down the stairs, and pull my fucking hamstring? walking down the stairs <laughs> One day one whole last 24 hours after I turned 46, I pulled a hamstring walking down the stairs I wasn't and and, and they weren't steep stairs and I wasn't wearing six inch heels I was just walking. <laughs> So (laughs) that was how my week started this week. Um, And, you know, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. So just been trying to lay off of my, you know, leg. But I mean, I have to walk places. So that's been kind of a pain (laughs) in the ass. But I just could not get over the irony of that whole situation. Um, So that was fine. And then um, let's see. Thursday night was back to school night at my son's school. Um, And I think I mentioned to y'all before he's in the eighth grade and they had this when we walked into the classrooms there were these sheets of paper on each student's desk um that had their schedule listed out so the parents would know sort of you know where to go for each class and then they there was another little section where the kids could write notes to their parents so i'm kind of looking over and you know other folks were you know their kids were like thanks mom and dad you know i love you blah 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 so i look down in mine and it says just be normal and do not embarrass me <laughs> 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 so you know exactly what I did. I turned the shit yes, because he had he, my son wanted to come with us to back to school night. So he was in the classroom with us. So I of course turned around and I said, Hey, I was like, I, I see your note here. can you give me some examples? Like what would be embarrassing? Would it be embarrassing if I say fleek? Can I say that? I was like, Can I say it's lit? I was like I was like, Is it dope? Is it fresh? And he was just like, Stop it. Stop it right now So that was absolutely amazing and hilarious and i had so much fun doing that so i did that um friday was another crazy day at work i literally came home and passed out on friday night like i came home and i was like you know i went upstairs like oh i'm gonna change my clothes and you know go back downstairs and blah 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 blah. i literally like just laid down in the bed and never got back up um saturday was just you know just normal um stuff my son had a dentist appointment and you know it was absolutely a regular weekend which was totally fine with me and then um today uh went to special olympics um which is getting interesting everybody was having kind of an off day with their deadlifts last time it was their bench today was their deadlift so trying to just reconfigure how to kind of help them with some of their setups a couple people um experimented and you know um had them do sumo instead of um conventional deadlifts and that seemed to breakthrough plateau for a couple of folks so I was really happy about that but um, I'm really enjoying this experience because it's really stretching me I think as an athlete in a couple of different ways like it's making me pay more attention to like my form and what I'm doing when I train because you know the same dialogue that I give them about Mm. okay make sure you do this make sure you do that I find myself repeating it when I go to train or when I go to you know do different lifts so I think it's really making me you know, better athlete and a better coach just because, you know, if if I can kind of boil it down to sort of its most basic language um, and, and kind of get them to, you know, because I mean, these are like, fairly complex lifts if you think about it, like yeah. technique wise, you know deadlifts are not easy it's not like you just get the bar and squat you know what i mean like there's just a lot of moving parts and i think for most people it can be kind of difficult to grasp all of that so the fact that you know we can get in there and they can kind of get in there and it clicks like it just you know it, it really just motivates me to be better you know to be better for them so i can make them better so um that was today and uh yeah so now i'm home i'm supposed to go to new york city tomorrow for work and so i'm just trying to get myself together for that and uh you know just trying to get ready for the week ahead i have a couple of other folks i'm interviewing this week for the position in my office so i'm hoping that one of them uh will be a good fit so we can move the hell on and uh, (laughs) so (laughs) that's where we are so i guess that actually something that um d said kind of tied into what we decided to do on this episode um i think we both have just been crazy busy and super stressed out and you know we were kind of bouncing back and forth of ideas about what to talk about and everything just seemed like a lot of work and I don't mean work (laughs) I don't mean work as in like I don't know I don't mean work as in like work but I mean like mentally it just seemed like a lot of mental or emotional work work would have to go into a couple of the subjects that we wanted to talk about which we will at a later date but it was just I think we were both just like not tonight. <laughs> no, I can't right. do tonight. <laughs> no, I can't talk man, about no, that. You know, so no. she's trying to keep her zen because she's starting her new job tomorrow. I'm trying to keep my zen just because I have a, a fairly busy week ahead. So we just decided to do something um, a, a, little, a little off-hearted path fun. and fun and lighthearted. And uh, it should be pretty cool. But before I get into that, two more things I wanted to mention. So number one, um, I did actually watch some of the um, Olympia. The bodybuilding olympia this weekend and i just have to shout out all of the black girl magic that was on stage at the olympia this weekend in vegas so the top three competitors for another consecutive year in the row in a row were all black women all looking amazing and fabulous and you know shout out to sydney gillian for winning miss figure olympia and also um, yes um what is candace's last name i can never remember
1: Her married name is what is slipping my mind right now, and I know she goes by her married name, so please... Why can't I? Why can't I remember her unmarried name either? Right. right. You so you the top three, obviously, Candice, so, Sydney, um, and Latoria.
0: <laughs> yes. So we will just leave it at that. Congratulations, ladies. And uh, I also want to shout out um, another dear friend of mine. Her name is Elle, and this was her first foray into Olympia, and she actually um, placed eleventh, which is actually pretty fucking impressive to, to for her impressive. first time on the Olympia stage. Amen. So kudos to her and oh, all wait, the. Candace's
1: name just came back candace
0: and lewis lewis yes yes and, and latoya watts and i think
1: and latoya watts and i think candace yes is married lame is carter i don't want to yes to her husband i'm pretty sure yes
0: yes and i of course always call her by her ig name so i was like i can't call her that on here but anyway so congratulations <laughs> ladies you are making history and charting a path for those that are coming behind you and we really appreciate it and we salute you So that was that. And then I just want to tell y'all real quick, this is back to my weekend and how I really, I know that God is working on me. And let me tell you why. So (laughs) y'all know I have a teenager now. (laughs) I have a teenager, my son is 13. And one of the things that we are constantly, constantly drilling into him and working on him with is his absent-mindedness and his tendency to half-ass do things. He goes in the refrigerator and doesn't shut the door back. He goes and gets, you know, a snack out of the pantry and doesn't fold the bag. But like all the time we are talking with him about this 24-7. So today I go downstairs and I'm getting ready to go. This is before Special Olympics. So I'm like, you know, I need to... um, figure out what to make for dinner tonight so um you know we have a uh you know we're black so we got two freezers so we have a freezer in our basement with um you know where I keep all like all of our meat and you know all the stuff we buy in bulk right so I'm like I need to figure out what to cook for dinner tonight so I'm kind of walking and getting ready and I open the door to the basement and hit the first step and this smell just like hits me and I'm like is that? Did (laughs) something get up in our basement and die? I was like, Lord have mercy. What am I going to find down here? So I'm looking all around. I mean, it is just overpowering. It just, just smelled horrible. And I'm like, what is going on? So I walk over closer to the freezer, you know, our freezer downstairs and look over on the side. So let me back up. Last week, I asked my son to go down into the freezer and get something to bring upstairs, which he did. In so doing, he had to pull several things out of the freezer to get to the thing that I asked him to get. So he pulled out about three to four bags (laughs) of chicken breast that I had just purchased from Costco. We're talking about four to five pounds of meat. That ninja pulled them out of the freezer and put them on the floor next to the freezer And did not put them back. So all that meat had been sitting in my freezer, in my basement, on the floor for a week. When I tell you Mm. that my head damn near spun off of my body today, I screamed, get your ass down here right now. (laughs) Y'all, I wanted to choke the shit out of him. I could not believe that he had done that. I was just and i mean i i pretty much came with every black mama platitude that was ever invented you think money girls on trees where you think this food ain't free Blah 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 girl i let his ass have it and he looks like literally he was on the verge of tears and about to cry and i did not care and the only thing that i can say and this is why i say that god is working on me is that all i could think about was if i had still been prepping for my show and had been low on carbohydrates and had seen all that wasted protein sitting on my floor i'm pretty sure i would have shoved his ass right up in that freezer and shut the door and just (laughs) left him there and
1: and somebody would have called child services and then i would have yes and i would
0: be (laughs) in jail because i was so angry oh i was so mad (laughs) So yeah, and of course, you know, having a thirteen-year-old boy, you're sitting there shriek, you know, demanding answers for their foolish behavior, and they 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 don't have any answers, so they're just standing there looking at you, sl- slack jawed and glassy eyed, and not saying nothing, which makes you even more angry. Girl, I had to be, I had to leave the house. I was like, I, I told my husband, I said, you you need to go do something with him because I gotta go. I, I can't be in this house right now. Oh, so I did have some time to calm down, but I just wanted to let y'all know I'm very proud of myself because I really, truly came very close to ending his life today,
1: but I did not. I'm, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Appreciate that. I'm proud of you. So I, I, I'm glad you didn't kick, drop kick him all the way to it Yes. I mean, I, I was ready. Yes. I was ready when you told me what happened. Yes. I, had, I had prepared a, a, a pallet on the patio Girl, I for him to land on. I <laughs>
0: his bags packed and ready to go. And to top it all off, because I'm not only, I was not only pissed, I was petty. Uh, I took his little birthday money that he got oh my and was God. like, I'll be taking that to replace all of these here chicken breasts that you let spoil. And he looked so sad because I know that he already had figured out in his head oh, yes. what he was going to spend that money on. But I was like, until you feel the pain of consequence, you will not learn that you cannot be absent-minded about everything you have to follow up and make sure you finish what you started and the only way for that to happen is for you to suffer consequences it's not you know because he don't really eat chicken breast anyway like me so that wouldn't really he wouldn't have really stressed out about that but I was like oh you gonna feel this pain so his little birthday money is gone and uh you know (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) I'm glad Bree's not my mama listen can you imagine first of all if I even left something out of the you know after my mother had cooked dinner and I didn't put away all the food or I left something on the stove for like more than 30 minutes she would let my my ass have it girl i cannot imagine allowing a whole ass package of meat much less four or five packages of meat to spoil girl please nah, i wouldn't, have I, wouldn't here to to adulthood. A I wouldn't be here no. to tell story i wouldn't be here to tell story
1: no be a dead no. body somewhere exactly and they wouldn't have, and they wouldn't have buried me nicely she would have been like just put her in a hole in the ground she'd be like yep exactly Lord have thought about that.
0: Yep. <laughs> my, my, my tombstone would have read should have thought about that you wouldn't let my meat spoil (laughs) so anyway that also was the reason why I was like I just need something very chill and lighthearted to talk about tonight so we thought that we would just give each other the opportunity to get to know each other a little better and for you guys to get us to know a little better by answering all of the questions so we have compiled some random ass questions to ask and just kind of figure out you know what's what makes us tick and all of that good stuff
1: um yeah so let's start right, i think we should give fair warning i'm assuming that per usual there is alcohol being yes reserved. yes so this <laughs> it, might get really interesting it could get a little <laughs> ill <laughs> <laughs> because there is i i just posted on instagram we got drinking games y'all so <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we're coming with the alcohol while we answer these questions so right
0: and there's completely random there's no rhyme or reason so we have not prepared you know, they're not necessarily strength <laughs> strength you know <laughs> mm-hmm. uh sports focused. they're just kind of all about us so you know whatever let's go
1: right <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amen. I guess I will answer first since I'm, you know, I'm I'm going to give you that honor since okay. you know you're. We're celebrating your big day tomorrow, so I will answer Alrighty. first.
1: Hmm. All righty. Let's see. I picked up the card. Uh oh. This one is. Oh, I don't know this about you, so I'm asking you. This oh God what is your greatest phobia i know what it might be but i'm not sure that that's actually your. oh uh, damn
0: are you really gonna make me say this <laughs> are you serious right now oh, shit. <sighs> okay
1: <laughs> okay so what i'm thinking probably is the answer okay
0: <laughs> now y'all let me preface this by <laughs> I don't have. E- okay, all right. Let me. I, 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 I have three. I have three. So I'm. I'm gonna do the first two, and then I'm gonna preface the last one, so nobody thinks I'm a complete asshole. Okay. So my. So I have three phobias that are equally is horrific for me. The first one is clowns. Amen. And there's They're a story terrifying. behind that. The second one is monkeys. <laughs> and the third one
1: (laughs) this is the one that i knew for sure
0: okay y'all don't judge me but the third one is little people but i'm 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 not i'm getting over that that was like a a a phobia from a long time ago when i was younger um and it's I, i like i said i know it's a terrible thing to say and i have my reasons but i have you know since you know, there's, they've been, there've been like, uh, you know, a lot of reality shows and all these different things. That one's not so much as a phobia, as much of a phobia as it used to be when I was younger. But the first two, definitely, I'm deathly afraid. <laughs> I do not like clowns. I won't say I'm afraid. I just don't like them. I think I'm that terrified clowns, of them. I think clowns are inherently evil. Um, and it doesn't matter like, you know, if they're happy, cl- like I don't like Ronald McDonald. I don't like anything <laughs> clown like or clown adjacent I just do not fuck with them
1: wait what the hell is clown adjacent I'm just saying
0: well they're not necessarily clowns per se but like I don't necessarily like big characters that are like people that are dressed up like big characters right I don't like those like you know when you go to birthday parties and they have those people come dressed as
1: Dora with the door head I don't like none of that stuff I just I don't like it so So wait can I ask a question I have a follow-up question so like would dragon con be out of the question for you like are people dressed up like on. big stuff <laughs> <laughs> they're not dressed up like big stuff but they're dressed up so like there are people who are stormtroopers and like no see
0: that doesn't bother me as much like if it's someone like a character from like if it was a big spider-man i probably wouldn't have a problem no if it's someone who's dressed up as spider-man like almost like in a halloween sort of way i don't have a problem with that i have a problem with like you know okay so you know how like on cartoons like you know Nickelodeon and stuff for whatever reason I don't know who came up with this or who decided this but for some reason someone I think I read somewhere like they determined that kids they make they make all those characters with big ass heads because they I guess look <laughs> like kids or kids so have pro- big ass heads I guess
1: the, pr- the proportions I think something yeah it's something
0: about kids like those proportions okay that's fine that's the kind of stuff I don't like like those exaggerated big ass heads or like I was the kid when my parents would take me to Disneyland when I was younger because we were on the west coast so we always went to Disneyland and like you know they had the three the three little pigs or whatever they're called like they were pigs like dressed up but they were hella big with those big ass pig heads I would fucking freak out like I just don't like any of that kind of stuff but like people dressing up on Halloween doesn't necessarily bother me okay um and then I don't like monkeys because I think monkeys and anything that is monkey adjacent meaning a baboon meaning a gorilla I think that they are duplicitous I think that <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh God, I think that monkeys so are duplicitous I think you know people are oh, like, oh look at the little cute monkey and everything is it's all fun and games until he rips your fucking face off so I don't fool <laughs> them. and they move too fast I don't like anything that moves all fast without warning. So I don't do, I don't go to zoos. I don't go to the circus. I don't fool with none of that stuff. Okay. Let's change the subject.
1: I love you. I love you. Oh my God. That's so funny only because two of the jobs I've had in life are literally your worst nightmares yes (laughs) Yes. because mm -mm. you know I worked in the zoo for a while and I worked with monkeys for a really long time yep and then I had that job as an interactive entertainer and there were always when we did little little kid parties or NASCAR races or basketball games there were always people with those big ass Mm -mm. heads up two of my jobs no
0: that (laughs) would have never we would not even be friends to this day had I (laughs) (laughs) known that
1: yeah okay
0: so This, oh, it's, this is funny to me that this question comes up next, but um, what three words come to your mind when you hear the word black? Ooh. That's
1: a good one. Ooh, ooh, hold on, let's see. I mean, other than self, Mm -hmm. because clearly black woman. (sighs) What three words come to me? Right now, today, in this moment, let's see magic because black girl magic because mm-hmm. i have been all about that all weekend thank you to latoria candace and sydney mm-hmm. <sighs> what else come oh out? and let's
0: not forget sloan for winning the
1: uh us open yes yes, yes girl yes. black girl and, magic and, and serena and her baby yes the video. all the magic all the magic so black girl magic has been in my like surroundings all mm-hmm. time. and and rihanna and her makeup yes yeah it's it's been, one yeah, of it's, it's been
0: black as fuck around here it's,
1: it's been it's been one of those weeks okay what else comes to mind so you said uh-huh. self magic magic and what's the third one that comes to mind hmm. black beauty it actually does i was like maybe i'm making myself think that but it does on like many levels like that has always been and i am trying to think about why that is what took me so long to say it was like where did that come from and i think my mom had something and i don't know if it was like a poster or a picture or a postcard i can see it Mm -hmm. but i can't remember what it was for Mm -hmm. or what its purpose was and it was from something from the 1970s and i think it was somebody else's like i think she probably took it when she was maybe in let me think probably her late 20s when she moved back to the east coast from the west coast she took it from somebody Mm -hmm. i don't know who and it said black beauty on it and it was a picture of a black woman this like gorgeous black woman but i don't remember what it was for Mm -hmm. like i don't know if it was an advertisement Mm -hmm. or part of an advertisement or something so that's why i think that's why it sticks with me Because those that I don't know where it is, I don't know who has it, I don't know if it got when my mom died if it was still in the house, I don't know. But that I couldn't think of why that sat there. And then of course there's the book Black Beauty, but that's not where that came from. That horse book is no, (laughs) No. (laughs) definitely not that. I don't I don't even know that I ever finished Black Beauty. Probably not. Um, I didn't like to read horses even though I even though I had a horse, I did not like horse books. Mm. But that's another story for another day. But yeah, that that is where that came from. That poster, picture, postcard mm-hmm. thing that my mother had. So yeah, there those they're, that's the three. Hmm. But to go back to the Black Girl Magic, we have been all about that lately. I feel like this month yeah. has been very, I don't know, Black Girl Magic-esque. Yes. And I told you today, I was like, I feel some kind of way when people try to take away from that. Yes. Somebody, somebody asked me about that. They were like, why are you always tagging Black Girl Magic? I said, because we're magic, now get over it. it. Go on about your business Get over it. We're magical. Yes, that's that's all you need to understand is we're magical. If you don't understand why, I can't help you. Not my job to explain it. Understand? I'm like a unicorn. I like that. I like that. I like that.
0: Yeah, it was funny. I was thinking about that when I was looking at it, and my three words were definitely beautiful, painful, and resilience.
1: Resilience is a really good one. Yes. Those. Okay. So painful. This is completely tangential and. Not, it's tangential but it fits mm-hmm. you'll see where I'm going with this I was in a thread full of black women uh, that started I want to say it was to either early today or late last night mm-hmm. and uh, this makes me really sad and it's just something to think about for black women it was all a all group of black women and someone saw it on another page and asked the question in the group and said um, y'all when did, when did you first notice that you were being noticed sexually by men Mm, and there was not a single there was almost not a single woman in that group who said a number in the double digits and i was like and then the number of people who said and i mean this is a large this 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 particular page i don't want to shout them out because we talk about some controversial stuff in there um Mm -hmm. the number of people who replied the number of people first the number of people who replied numbers that were less than double digits was disturbing yeah then what was even more disturbing is the number of people underneath that who said well i'm confused because i was you know touched inappropriately or otherwise approached inappropriately when i was age x but mm-hmm. was approached in a dating manner at age Y, I'm not sure which one, I don't know that I understood at age X what was actually happening, it was mm-hmm. even more disturbing. And Yikes. I just said, you know, the fact that this is a group of black women and there are so many of us that have the same exact story. Like, I was like that, like when you said painful and resilient, I was like, you know, cause these are all pretty black women who are pretty well off and doing well in life and things like that. And I said, you know, when you said pain and resilience, I said, well, there you go. You've mm-hmm. got a whole group of black women who at nine and eight and seven and six like one girl said I was touched at three and then I Mm. didn't know what that meant obviously because I was three but by the time I was eight I knew that men were looking at me because I went through puberty at eight you know if that isn't resilience for this woman to be you know a functioning adult like that's I mean it, it it just that was so disturbing the number of us who had those kinds of numbers was just staggering and disturbing and frightening and I don't know it makes me want to take all the little black girls I know and put yeah. them in my pockets and and hide them away somewhere man So yeah it was interesting that you said pain and resilience
0: yeah this and you know this yeah it is what it is okay next question let's, let's bring it back
1: around I think you're asking this time Am I asking this time? All right. Yes. Picking one from the middle of the deck. Here we go. Oh, this is a, this, this could theoretically be a lighthearted one. Let's talk about, Ooh. wait a minute. Eeny, weeny, miny, moe. Okay. Okay, Orange or yellow, Brie?
0: Oh God. Wait a minute. Okay.
1: Uh... That's not your actual question, but I want to. Oh, okay. I was like, uh... no, no, just pick one of those two and then I'll ask you a question. Okay, yellow. Let's talk about food. <laughs> what was your favorite yes! meal when you were growing up? <laughs> so what was your favorite meal growing up?
0: My favorite meal growing up? Oh gosh, there was so many. My mother is a fucking incredible cook. Um, my favorite meal growing up would have to have been, I can only pick one. Yes. <sighs>
1: But meals have elements, so... Yes.
0: So my favorite meal growing up would have been um, my mother's lasagna Ooh. and her peach cobbler for dessert.
1: Yum.
0: Ooh. That just... And I don't even I mean, really like peach cobbler, but that's Man, really good. listen, that woman right there, I mean, she, she did some things with some peaches and some syrup and some, some crust that just just talk about magic Mm. anyway but yes that was probably my favorite meal that's what i would request every year for my birthday growing up
1: i love it yes you know i have had the same favorite meal since i was about 13 and Mm -hmm. it didn't occur to me there was a point in my life where i didn't eat it because i stopped eating red meat but it has been my favorite meal since i was like somewhere around 12 or 13 maybe 11 even ribeye yes with skinny french fries Mm. And then asparagus, I don't know, uh, like- That's a grown-up meal. No, I, okay, so this is a funny D story. My high school, no, my junior high school, we had, we were required to do basically um, outdoor education, which is kind of like, if you know what outward bound is, Mm -hmm. it was outward bound lightweight. So we went out and we were in the Appalachian mountains, I believe, and we packed out, you camped out, you did mountain climbing, rappelling, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember after being in the woods for, I think, three or four days, maybe five. I don't remember how long we were out there. My, I got home and my mom was in the car and she was driving me home. She said, well, what do you want for dinner after we clean out your backpack? Because you're going to be cleaning that out in the driveway because I'm, I'll be damned if you bring a millipede in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, I just want to sit in the bathtub, mom. And I just want to eat a steak and french fries and asparagus. And she looked at me and she said, excuse me. I said, I want a steak. And I, I was dead serious. And ever since then. I have been obsessed with that combination as a meal. I like
0: it, I like it. I
1: don't know that's, where it came from. That's definitely one of my favorite me, meals. But yes, that's it. I like that's it. That's it. I like it, that works. Um,
0: Is it my turn? Let's Your see. Your turn to ask. Hmm. I already know the answer to this one, but I'm going to ask you anyway. <laughs> if you were nominated for a Nobel
1: Prize, what would it be for? Ooh. Ooh, wait. Oh gosh, that's complicated cuz I have two. Mm, okay. Can I have two Nobel Prizes? Okay, if I had my if if I if I got to pick two, it would either be for making some massive discovery that improves the health of people the world over. Mm-hmm. So like something like you know curing AIDS or cancer or anything. Not that I have the science chops to do any of those things here, people.
0: But that's what you would want it to be for. That would be yeah,
1: yes. Or for for writing. I just in general. Mm. I don't you know. I don't like one of those two. And if I could pick a third, then it would be something creative like some dance that I created. And I don't even know if they give Nobel prizes for that. But let's just pretend that they do. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. So I technically have three, but the top two would be either for my writing or for some like me having science chops mm-hmm. that I don't actually have and curing probably cancer if I had to pick one just because that's what I lost both of my parents mm-hmm. to. And mm-hmm. most of the people in our family have died when they die early. They die of cancer. Yeah. So that's the one that I think if you let me choose, that's what I would get rid of first. Okay. All right.
0: Well, my answer is much more sim- uh, simple than that. If I were nominated for a Nobel Prize, it would probably be B for being petty. So we can move
1: on. Hey, Amen. <laughs> I support this petty Nobel Prize. I told you. I'm going a, I'm to a work on that for I'm you. I'm a simple
0: girl. I'm a simple girl. Um,
1: I'm going to work on that for you. <laughs> so
0: if I, I had to pick one seriously, though, if I had to pick something seriously. Um, uh, oh, gosh, you actually, you kind of stole mine for uh, curing cancer. For um, so something aside from that. Um, I think it would be, um, for finding a way to prevent premature births Mm. because that was just, you know, obviously that's near and dear to my heart. My son was a preemie and I've, my best friend, my godson and goddaughter were both preemies and I've had, you know, a couple of other close people who have had like micro preemies, like, you know, pretty small um kids that were born you know very ill, so I would like to prevent any other parent from ever having to go through that experience, so that would be my serious answer
1: amen yeah I like that answer I like it. I have some friends who actually do legitimately work on that as their science oh so wow one day it will happen. yeah,
0: here's hoping um am I, yeah I think it's I you yeah because that was my question
1: okay, okay, let's see. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I like this one because I genuinely don't know the answer to this one. What one talent of yours do you wish people recognized more often? Talent
0: of mine that I wish people recognized more often? Um, hmm. That's interesting. I don't, I mean, I guess because I don't ever. recognition is really that important to me so huh I mean it, I don't know that I would call it a talent but I would say in terms of if I wanted recognition for something I think it would be it would have to probably be uh certain people at work professionally recognizing sort of you know the role that I play in and and you know sort of the and in, in what we do in the, uh, you know, c- the, the role of my cog in this proverbial wheel at work, I think I would, Okay. it would be great if people understood that more and didn't just think shit magically happens. So I think that would probably be the closest thing I, th- I could think of.
1: I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm sure. That, that, you know, like, hi, pay attention. I'm doing right. things. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think I would, I think my that God. would probably be, um, the one thing that I would, and, and not even a, in a, not even in a, Hey, but more, but more, but more so in the, you know, wow, these things happen because you guys make them happen and not just because they happen. I think, um, I would, okay. that's what I would want.
1: I like that answer. I don't think I have one. I, the, the, I don't think I can contribute yeah. to this one. Oh, well. oh, okay. I
0: see how you are. All
1: right. If I you know, like I really was sitting here thinking about it and I'm like, Does that happen? <laughs> I think look, you know you know what it is, because the things that I care the most about I've been either recognized officially mm-hmm. or unofficially for. And I don't know that there are talents that I have because I've been so this is gonna sound really shitty and snotty. But I've been so picky about what I've given mm-hmm. my time to over the years and where I've dedicated my time and who and what mm-hmm. and how That I think, not that I'm making millions of dollars doing it or anything like that, I think I've always, until this most recent career kind of detour, I've always been working in things where I cared so deeply and worked so hard on those Mm -hmm. things that the recognition came one way or the other. It's just because that's what it's always been. Now, if I could make something that we're doing right now, like the podcast, mm-hmm. can someone recognize us for being like the best podcast in the? United yes, World, I'll famous? take that. <laughs> sure, I'll t- I'll happily take that. Anybody want to send us wine for being an amazing? Yes, podcast, please do.
0: I take all all donations, all gifts. We are not ashamed. <laughs> we will do
1: it. So there you go. Okay, that's I think as close as I've got. There you go. Cool.
0: Um. So I guess I'm I'm up next. Um. Oh. What is the most common compliment people give you? Oh
1: Jesus! <laughs> okay, let's see. Let me think. This is ho- this is legitimately a hard I know. question. This is legitimately a really hard question. Okay, so I think physically, usually, and I hate, I feel shitty saying this, but usually people are like. Oh, my God, look at your waist. Like, mm-hmm. that is seriously the first thing that comes out of everybody's mouth. So, like, regardless of how big, small, whatever I am, that's the first thing people notice. Um, aside from that, and I take it as a compliment, even when people don't mean it as a compliment. <laughs> people tell me I am frighteningly sometimes analytical and perception, like, my, my, my ability to perceive the various angles of things mm-hmm. is dead on. hmm Like, not everyone means that as a compliment when they say it, but I always take it as a compliment because I think it's one of my better, because to me, it's one of my better skills, like my ability to, and Brie knows this better than anyone, my ability to see a problem from nine, I don't need anyone to tell me what the angles of a problem are. I'm always hyper-aware of all the angles of a problem. It's that usually I'm so aware of them that I don't know how to undo all of them. Mm-hmm. But I think I take that as a compliment when people say, well, you you, you certainly can analyze the shit out of something. Yes, I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think <laughs> it's a skill thing. that not everybody has. Yep, that is very I true. I think it's a positive
0: thing. I think it's a positive thing, too. So there cool. you go. Um, I guess for me, there's two. So physical probably would be my legs. And then...
1: um. Mm-hmm.
0: I that. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. And then non-physical, probably um, most common compliment, um, probably that I'm funny. And, and like, really and it's funny, funny what you what you just said. Like, it, interestingly enough, half the time that I'm funny, I'm not actually intending to be funny. Um, I'm, just, <laughs> just I'm just kind the the of truth. yeah. <laughs> it, it's just kind of how my life unfolds. Like. I don't know if that means that I have a funny life. I'm not really sure. But yes, half the time, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm just like dead ass and, you know, people, which is actually kind of cool because it means that I can actually be kind of low key shady and people don't realize it because they'll think I'm being funny. And I'm like, bitch, I am dead ass serious. I do not like you, but they think I'm being funny. So, you know, (laughs) it can, it it, it can work for me and against me. But yeah, that's probably the most common thing that I hear, which is fine. I like being funny. Um, Your turn.
1: Okay, let's see. Ooh, this is a good one. I like this question. What is one thing you always wanted as a kid but never got? man.
0: Do y'all know? I, and, and, wow. I never had a fucking Barbie doll. What? I never had a Barbie doll. My mother, <laughs> I, it's shocking, Mind isn't it? Blown. Shocking. Mind my mother blown. refused to buy me a Barbie doll because at that point in time, it, this and this will tell y'all how old my ass is. At that point in time when I was like prime Barbie doll age, like as a little little girl, there were no black Barbie dolls, and my mother did not buy me non-black dolls ever. So, I never had one. And I and I mean I didn't even think anything really of it, I think, until I got to be around school age and I sort of started to recognize that that there were Barbies in existence. Cause I you know, I was the only girl in my family, and I was the youngest child. So I was you know, I was by myself a lot until I got, you know, got into kindergarten, et cetera, et cetera. So up until that point, I didn't even really realize what Barbie dolls were. And then I got to school and I was like, yo, what? Did you change her clothes? She got a car? What the fuck? <laughs> and my mother was like, you know, I'm not buying you no know, white doll. So I never had a Barbie doll. Um, I think, and then by the time that they started making black Barbies, I was older. You know what? God damn it! I am buying myself a Barbie for Christmas this year.
1: I was about to say. I am I was buying myself say, a, a black
0: ass Barbie doll. I just realized I need to call my no. I'm not gonna call my mother and say nothing. I'm like, my <laughs> But yeah, I never had a Barbie doll growing up, and I, and again, I, it, wow. it it wasn't like I didn't um, you know, I I, I wasn't like sad about it because I didn't. I never even realized it was really an option. You know. I didn't realize right, it, a, it just wasn't it there. just wasn't it was just never there it just
1: didn't you know so
0: and I mean like I said as I got older I'd go to friends houses and they had Barbies and I'd play with them and i would be like hey mom and she'd be like nope and that would just kind of be nope. the end of the conversation so <laughs> but damn it I will buy myself a Barbie doll this year I, that's good yeah that's what I'm yeah but yeah I, uh, yes. that would probably be the one thing I think that I just never um I never had growing up which I, again like now that I say it it's, it sounds completely shocking um because that was such a you know, part of the little girl growing up experience, but nah, man, ain't no Barbies around here. And
1: yourself. Wow. Okay, so you know I'm bougie as fuck. Let's not even pretend like I'm girl, not, because you've known me long enough. So we used to get. You're gonna, you're gonna fall out on the floor. So stop. <laughs> okay, put my glass down. So, so. I don't know who or how or what. I'm assuming we shopped there. I don't remember. Cl- I don't have a clear memory of shopping there. But we used to get like the Neiman Marcus and the Lord and Taylor Christmas catalogs. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever seen yep. them, but they're like, yes. It's like extreme gift yes. <laughs> And wh- what used to happen is I used to go through catalogs. Like we got all kinds of catalogs in the house. And that's how I used to write my Christmas list was through these catalogs. I would just circle things and then write them in my letter to Santa. Mm-hmm. And my letter to Santa used to be like 30 pages long. It was ridiculous. And it took two months to write. Again, I'm bougie, I know. So, the one thing I always wanted, mm-hmm. I found it, I think, in the Lord and Taylor Christmas catalog. They had like a custom made tiny I mean people have them for their kids now mm-hmm. and I see them everywhere now but back then they were a big effing deal like a custom like maybe a, it was like a Corvette like it was a baby Corvette not one of those like pow pow Power mm-hmm. wheels no mm-hmm. it's like wow. a real Corvette mm-hmm. for little kids and I wanted it so badly mm-hmm. and my mom was like my dad my mom was my dad was like oh, right no. <laughs> she, she said I don't draw I, I you know because normally mm-hmm. my parents were divorced so what I kind of always had an overabundance of Christmas Christmas too. (laughs) I would get, right. And my dad was like, my dad, if nothing else, that man was all Mm -hmm. about Santa. Not just for me. my, My nephews, my sister, he used to come to my house and I thank God I'm lucky my parents got along like I didn't have one of those families where you know, divorce was bad. I think my parents were just divorced and that was just what it was. It was normal. And on Christmas my dad always came to my mom's house and that man would show up and I do mean like he would come through with two big old garden sized mm-hmm. garbage bags full of mm-hmm. shit for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> and so I would do Christmas of mom stuff and then I'd spend another hour of Christmas with Dad stuff. And my mom always said she was like she was like, you know, I don't really put lines on what you buy for her. Right. But do not bring this girl a Corvette. Right. Or whatever <laughs> Do not bring this girl a Porsche Corvette. None of these custom cars that they that had. Is hilarious. But I wanted one of those so bad and never mind that I had literally uh, power wheels per day i could drive a different power wheel every day of the week that's how many of them i mm-hmm. had i wanted the custom fancy one in that damn <laughs>
0: that <laughs> and i don't is know what hilarious. i would do with
1: it <laughs> i was obsessed with it the only other thing that i was obsessed with the same way and again bougie kid who saw way too much shit that i should have never been exposed to is i saw they had a helicopter for sale like an actual helicopter and i tried to convince my parents to buy a helicopter That is hilarious <laughs> we couldn't afford a helicopter y'all we did we were not balling i was like i was like were you gonna <laughs> land it on top of your
0: house
1: that's what i thought yeah oh my god because we had I, at one point we had neighbors not too far away who did actually have a thing to land a helicopter on their house but that wasn't our actual neighborhood. right <laughs> so well maybe they would have let you borrow it. but can we borrow your helicopter? right thank you
0: that is <laughs> hilarious yeah.
1: shit bougie kids see Damn. that and the thing is it's just it's just because i didn't have any concept of what money was right like, yeah it just didn't you know numbers didn't mean yeah. anything and so like ninety thousand dollars nine thousand right. dollars same thing it was all, ninety cents whatever it's all good <laughs> it's all good whatever and so that helicopter cost as much to me as that little tiny little kid sports car, mm-hmm. as much as my little Power Wheels right? Did, they all were the same thing as far as I was concerned.
0: That is too <laughs> so, funny. Yeah.
1: If, if I could go back, yeah, I'd have that custom s- sports car from the, I think it was Lord and Taylor. It might've been Neiman Marcus, but whoever's Christmas catalog that was, I want to say Lord and Taylor. Um, yeah, that. That would be the one thing from childhood that I would, if I could have now, I would go back and get. That is but, funny. I don't know what I would do with it now because I'm clearly, despite the fact that I'm the height of a child, I'm not the size of a yeah. child. <laughs> so I don't know what I would do with it. Drive Sasha around in it, I guess. Oh god, that would be
0: amazing. That would be amazing. So I would pay we might have to work Okay, money to see that. Okay, so my question is: Oh, this is good. What would you like your famous last words to be? Oh Jesus! I know. Wait, are those them? <laughs> oh okay no <laughs> jesus i'm coming
1: <laughs> i want to go out like a g like my mom did mm-hmm. i really do i want to go out like a g and my mom her last words would tell your grandmother leave me the fuck wow alone. okay i like that so so i want mine to involve telling yes. somebody to fuck off like i really just feel like i need to go out like a g my mom was tired of my grandmother mm-hmm. fussing with her pillows while she was uh, like, she was still very much lucent, but she was, I think it was maybe the second to last Mm -hmm. day that she was alive. And shortly after that, she was in a coma and then she died Mm -hmm. a day or so later. And the last thing she said to me was she told me to come to her bed and told me to come closer. And I really thought she was going to tell me something meaningful. And she just really wanted to tell me, to tell my grandmother, leave her the fuck alone and stop fucking with her pillows. Well, okay then. (laughs) So I want to go out like a G. I want to tell somebody, leave me the fuck alone. Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, that's, if I had my way, uh-huh. yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out with my fist in the air because I've had my fist in the air. I like my, it. My whole
0: life. So I like it. Go out I like way. it. Damn, that's a deep question. I don't know what I would want my last words to be. My famous last words. Uh, damn, that's a, it would probably have to be, knowing me, it would be something like, um, yes I would like extra cheese or something like that like it would definitely be it would definitely be food related it would either be something like yes I want extra cheese or yes I would like another glass of wine like something like that it would definitely be something related to those two things that I enjoy so much I'm pretty sure that would be great see
1: unfortunately neither of us have meaningful last words for y'all yeah well
0: yeah (laughs) actually that's pretty sad but anyway yeah but i mean hey it's honest
1: (laughs) but we're honest it's honest i was gonna say we're honest (laughs) i want it to be the one with the extra cheese (laughs) pizza i want you to go out asking for extra cheese right
0: i mean if i if i and if i I I still ate chipotle it would be like yes i know guacamole is extra i want it i don't fuck with them so yeah
1: okay Okay.
0: so uh let's see oh it's your turn
1: okay (sighs) hmm I don't like that question, so I'm picking a new one. Mm-hmm. None of those were really good. These are boring questions. Okay, here we go, here we go. If you could choose any one person as your dinner guest, who would you choose?
0: <gasps> me, are you asking me? Oh God, it yes. has to be one person?
1: Yes, one.
0: Well, Prince. I mean, that that I didn't even have to think about it. It would be Prince, definitely.
1: I, if i if, if i could bring someone back it would be prince if i couldn't bring someone back and it had to be someone alive right now in this moment i want to meet and speak with and have dinner with Ooh. Is it oprah or is it serena williams because mm. i've got questions for both of them mm-hmm. they're very different mm-hmm, questions mm-hmm. Hmm. like they're very very different questions wait one who is your bring one. back to life person if I could bring someone oh, back. Oh, okay, 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 like, gotcha. in a heartbeat. Okay. Because I want to hear all about all the music and all the creativity. Yes.
0: Um, and then you said you If you're... it had to be somebody yeah. alive
1: living now. It's kind of a toss up between Oprah and Serena Williams for two totally different mm-hmm. reasons. Mm-hmm. Like Oprah, I want not life advice, but I want to know the source of her hustle. Mm. Like, you know, we all know her story or right. whatever, but there are lots of women who have her story who didn't end up Oprah. Right right like what made the difference so i want to know like at what point did you realize and how did you realize that you were open because mm-hmm. like, i feel like you open your eyes one day and you're like holy shit right.
0: Like right 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 or was it more of a gradual thing
1: right and then serena just because she's like my i don't know reason yeah like she's she's when people are like find your why i'm like i'm trying to be the the powerlifting. Swimmer. Right, right right, right, right.
0: <laughs> i think if i had to pick someone who was alive it would hands down be my first lady michelle obama mm. i just
1: would want that's another good i would one. just be like
0: girl what was it like like let's hear the for real for real like i would just want to hear everything right. all the tea so yes that would be my that's a good that choice. would be my live person. super good yeah choice. definitely and it's funny i was gonna say barack but i kind of feel like i kind of feel like she's a very large part of why he is who he is so that's why i would want to have and dinner with her outside. yeah that's why i would want to have dinner with her Ooh. oh here's a good one ha this is a good one okay if you were directing uh, your own biopic
1: who would you cast
0: as your leading man and leading and and leading man and woman
1: holy shit okay so leading man and applying okay wait so okay let's say I'm for talking, example i buy it's It's i'm making a movie about yes you. it's your about pick who plays me and then who plays, who plays whoever who might be your
0: love man. interest at any given point in time who would you pick to play that person
1: oh shit okay in this moment right now oh boy oh boy who would i get to play me if i had my way Nia long, okay okay every bit of my or regina or regina okay. king one of the two of them i the the people i have heard the most in terms of people that i quote unquote not physically favor but something about me reads like them it's usually regina king or nia long and i uh, like the two of them i adore yes. both of them so okay away. i'll Either allow it works that's all good leading man oh jesus hmm. Hmm. and you could Jean model king it after there? like a particular you know boyfriend or whomever well that's That's the thing that's hard, because I'm like, I'm out here doing what the fuck I do with nobody. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's like thinking about part of that part of your biopic where you were with somebody, right?
0: Like you had a serious boyfriend. Who would play that boyfriend?
1: I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the turning point boyfriend. So the turning point boyfriend, who would probably be the most important one. Okay. I'd want him to be played by... Hmm. No, he's I was gonna say Morris Chestnut, but I know I've met Morris Chestnut. No. Um. Hmm. I would wanna alter his character a little mm-hmm. bit and give make him be Kevin Hart. Mm. I can't stand Actually him. no, Kevin Hart Kevin Hart would work perfectly for exactly where I am in life right now, goddamn okay. So yeah if we were making my biopic for where i am right now in life regina king or nia long but as far as the dudes that surround my life right now kevin hart is perfect because he's annoying
0: as girl fun. and you need to go read the latest tea on him mm. oh i
1: know exactly oh no i know i'm being shady as fuck oh so. okay i was like mm. <laughs> that was that was that was a giant shade mm-hmm. right there mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. i like that who would I, so for me, if I had to pick someone to play me a biopic and that's, and I'm assuming like, I'm just picking kind of my space in life right now, since I've been where I am the longest now, I would definitely, I would pick, um, to play me Angela Bassett just because I love her. Ooh. Um, I don't think you yes. favor anything, but, um, I just, I think she's a great actress. Um, Angela Bassett. And if I had to pick somebody to play Bay, who would I pick? Um god what is that dude's name
1: i think i bet you're thinking of the same person i'm thinking of whose name i can't remember Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) so there's an actor he he's he's more of a character actor i guess in that he's been in a like a, a bunch of different series he was on girlfriends for a while he played um uh Jones, Tracy Ellis Ross is um, one of her boyfriends at one point in time. He was also on uh, maybe a cop show or some kind of legal show. His name's like Richard Harris or something like that. I, I have to Google him, but he's tall and dark and bald like my husband. So that's kind of why I picked him. Um, I yeah, I can't remember his name, name. But like, if you see him, you're like, oh my gosh, but he doesn't have like one pivotal character that you would remember him for. But it's like a bunch of different things on TV that he's been in. But he favors my husband. So that's why I would pick him. Um, but yeah, that's who I would pick. Um, Good yeah. Choices. yeah, I think so. I think I know exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'll probably remember his name at like I three know. o'clock in the morning. But anyway. I ah, Okay, so we have already passed our limit that we said we were not gonna pass Jesus. so we're, we're gonna pick one more question per person because this question. is supposed to be short and sweet um so i think you have the next ask and then i'll ask the final question all righty righty let's see hmm
1: Mm-hmm. These are all terrible None of the ones doo, the doo. that came up were good. Like one of them literally one of them literally said, Why are you here right now? I like <laughs> that one. <laughs> I think that's okay, a well, good one.
0: answer that one. Why are you okay? Why are you here right now? Why am I here right now? <laughs> so I'm gonna answer this from a somewhat philosophical existential place. Because this okay. is honestly one of the things that I've been trying to figure out for the last forty something years. Um, and I think that I am here now, to um, for several reasons. I think I'm here now, and I think I have experienced and gone through the things that I have gone through in my life to get me to this point. Because I'm supposed to be raising this son, this child that I have, to be a productive, powerful, strong black man. Um, I think that I am here to be a source of wisdom for young or black women um, and just impart upon them sort of the knowledge and the wisdom that I've gained going through the things that I've gone through in my life. Um, I think that's part of the reason that I'm here. Um, And I think I'm here still (laughs) um to just make a little tiny difference in the world that's it Hmm. that's why i think i'm here Hmm. i i'm still trying to figure out and then of course that could completely change by next year or next week so
1: i think i I've always had this theory, and it's gloom and doomy if you think about it in a certain way. I try not to think of it as a gloom and doom thing, but some people hear it that way. Um, I've had a really mm-hmm. rough life, um, not financially. Like I can't, you know, I'd never sit here and lie. And I mean, hell, I wanted right. a fucking helicopter. Let's not bullshit. Let's not bullshit here. I, I've had an easy life financially. I'm not going to say I struggled that on that side of things, but I think I've had a lot of shitty things happen to me over the years. Um, I don't talk about all of them, but um, I often think that there is i used to think that it was because i was going to have a child that was going to go through a lot of mm-hmm. those things and i was supposed to support that child mm-hmm. but i don't know that it's an individual child i think that i am supposed to touch the lives of other people younger than Mm -hmm. me not necessarily children not necessarily teenagers but people younger than me and guide them through shitty phases of life i've just been through a lot and i think that i'm supposed to at some point write a book i really believe i'm supposed to write a book i just haven't found an angle yet um to explain all the crap that i've been through and all the things that don't necessarily uh make sense or feel so great or what Mm -hmm. have you Uh, so but i've always felt that there's something about the things that i've been Mm -hmm. through Kind of like, and I think that's why I wanted to meet Oprah is because she's went through a lot of shitty things on the way to being Oprah, as we know her now. And I've yet to figure out how to take that and turn it into whatever D's version of being mm-hmm. Oprah is supposed to be. But that, that's, I guess if you ask, why am I here right now, that's, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> that's it, that's the short, that's as short as, as normal as I can keep it. I like there it. Okay,
0: so I have two to choose from um Do you want the one that's like super random and lighthearted, or do you want the one that's a little bit more, um, a little deeper, to end to end this with?
1: Let's close out. Let's end out. Th- let's end thinking. Okay. Let's end thinking. Let's end. Th- let's leave the people with something to think. Okay. About. Let's see. Uh...
0: Oh gosh. Okay. Which of the following do you feel yields the greatest benefits? Extraordinary wealth, strong friendships, true love, or a loyal, loving family.
1: Give me the options again. I know wealth, okay. wealth family, strong, friends.
0: so extraordinary wealth, strong friendships, true love, or a loyal, loving family. Which yields the greatest benefits? Okay, in your experience or your eye,
1: I my in my experience thus far i would say the friendships Mm -hmm. are probably the ones that yield the best Mm -hmm. results um i say that because i have spent most of my 20s and 30s without an actual family um my grandmother is here but other than that well, not here in the sense that she's in atlanta but she's here in the sense that she's alive (laughs) um but i have been away from my actual family for more than i have been Mm -hmm. with them uh due to distance and ages and inability to travel and things like that. But I've created that family that I don't have through my friends. Um, I've watched many of my friends fix or develop or grow finances due to friendships Mm -hmm. that help them figure out what they want to do. Well, even when they had no money to do them, friends helped them Mm along the way. Um, So I think friends, because you, if you have real friendships, and I'm not, you know, not surface bullshit friendships, but real friendships. I think those can do, can kind of almost surpass, because you have to be related to the people right. you're related to. You don't get to pick the mm-hmm. family. You pick right. your friends. And usually your friends, at least in my experience, are more aligned to whatever your ultimate end point or end right. goal is you know your family may not agree with what you Mm -hmm. want to do if you want to be the next Picasso and your parents think you should be a doctor (laughs) they're not the ones who are going to be the ones cheering you on as you're trying to be Picasso it's going to be your friends so to me your friends are probably your number one thing because I mean money's great but money can't create love and can't you know True love would be great, but that I mean, I, if I've gone this long without it, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I, if, if that was the driver behind everything, I would yeah. be fucked, let's yeah, be real. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, I kind of have to, by pro, even if it's just by process of elimination, if you wanted to be purely yeah. logical about it for me, it lands on friends almost because by process of elimination. Right. So there you okay, go. Okay, I like
0: that. So for me, and this is interesting. So the one that I pick is... But it's, I'm picking one and it's not necessarily because people, it's not necessarily because of the reason that people would think that I'd be picking it. So mine is true love. Um, but it's true love of self. Um, I Mm. think that for me, what has yielded the greatest benefits in my life is when I learned to love myself and to love myself in my purest form as imperfect as that is. Um, that, I think, is when I really felt a, a huge and significant shift in my life and the way that my life, um, the, the twist and turns that my life is made. Um, I think wealth is great, but that's not, you know, I didn't grow up with that. And as I've gotten older, that's not necessarily as important to me. Um, I think we talked about it on a different episode, um, and of course, I love, like I said, I, I I value my my friendships and my girlfriends like more than anything. I mean, I I love them to death. I have a very small circle, but you know, I I really do value it. But again, and I you know, like you said about your family, you can't really choose your family. I love my family, I do. Um, but I think what has yielded the the best in terms of my own personal growth and maturation, and you know, allowed me to kind of start being my best self was when I started to forgive myself for certain things and just really started to love who I am at any given point in time whether that's I'm at kind of where I want to be or I'm not where I want to be I've just learned to love myself all throughout every part of the process Um, and I think that's really what has has allowed me to flourish as a person so true love of self Mm -hmm. so yes and on You I see see what day. I did there um yeah so on that note like this has been fun I think this is like I said this is really good um I, I, kind of a good way for us to start the week and hopefully you guys learned some stuff about us that you wanted to know and probably did never even want to know or care about but, but now, now you now do you, but now you
1: understand some of now reasons. you understand
0: um but yeah so you know again thanks for listening this is episode 16 Um, you know find us on iTunes find us on SoundCloud and um, someone mentioned that we should also mention again every episode that we have a blog on WordPress the chocolate bar Um, so find us on WordPress for our blog Um, as always if you have suggestions let us know about what you want to hear from us talk about next Um, yeah and leave us a rating on iTunes or SoundCloud and uh, this is Brie Signing out. See you at the bar. Bye, guys. Bye.